So. Oh, God. <laughs> so, I don't have a formal opening this time. Of course. But I just want to go ahead and put out there that if you are playing the game Elden Ring right now, just know that I sympathize with you. I understand. I empathize. I know how hard this game is. Um, I've died just as many times as you have. Maybe more. And it doesn't get easier. It does not get easier. But at the end of the day, we will get there. Will we? We'll get there somehow. In the continuing really on by boys to men, cross that river. No, nothing stopping me now. I will get through the night and make it through to the other side. I wish y'all could have seen. So, so Dovecat over here, my co-host, <laughs> over there playing with like little squishy ball thingy, like a stress ball-ish thing, and it basically flew out of our hands. And I'm trying to be careful. It is ragged and might cord. Mm-hmm. So it don't but, cut off. Like I said, that's my co-host, Dovecat. What I up, guys? Am JB. JB. And this is another episode of Almost Blurs. Almost. Technically. Almost. Blurred. Not really. Almost Blurs. How Almost art blurred. thou? Let, man, let me tell you something. I, I'm tired. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Um, work is work. Mm-hmm. Homework, schoolwork is getting insane because it's the end of the year. Let's see. My child is active in sports. I have a dog with loose bowels, and <laughs> I mean, life is life, you know, trials, mm. tribulations. I understand. Let me tell y'all really quickly something. I'm not going to go to do the whole story. I'll give Dovecat the full story afterwards because oh it's something that brings cheers to her face. But oh I am all for building relationships with the people that you work with. Mm-mm, I'm not. However, comma. <laughs> Sometimes it's okay if you just remove yourself from the situation. Case in point, I went out with my coworkers on Thursday because my manager is going to be, he and his wife are having a baby. We wanted to celebrate before his life completely changes after the baby comes out the womb. We go out for drinks and let me tell you, there are just a little limits to the things that they're willing to do. Just some, some some examples of something that took place. Um, there was a couple in their car smoking the marijuana, and we could smell it from where we were sitting at the bar. Someone someone bet her twenty dollars that she wouldn't just go and get in their backseat. We live we live during a time where people are being trafficked. People are just being killed, all kinds of hate crimes, all this stuff. There's nothing in me that would say I'm going to get in this car. But no. she did. She did. She literally walked over, opened their backseat door, and got in. Why would you do that, that was only, person? And then, you know, later on in the, the day, it's like in the middle of us talking about something completely unrelated to that, it hit her. She's sitting there, and all of a sudden, she just had this look of shock on her face, and she's like, Oh my God, they could have driven away with me. No shit, sure luck. So it is okay for if people invite you out to say no. Um, That's what I will be doing going forward. That's my advice to you guys. Protect your peace. Let them be foolish by themselves. Go home. 
Go you can get just drunk in your house and not have to worry about any of that stuff if it means you got to depend on people who clearly don't care enough to make sure other people get home. Yeah. So I don't even like people like that. None of my coworkers. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to. I told myself I'm trying to be more social this time around because I wasn't always the most social person at work. I'd be like, oh fuck y'all, I'm going home. So it's like maybe, but I'm learning quickly that really get carried away. <laughs> and it's just no, it's not. And the fact that they were not there for each other. Cause they're not that's really not, friends. That's just not how I roll. Because even that's the thing. Even if I wasn't your friend, if we went out together and I saw you drunk off your ass, there's no way I'm just going to leave you there. Like I would feel so guilty if something happened to you because I was there and I was sober enough to be able to help. So, I don't know. But they came. They ended up working on Friday like nothing happened. You know, it is what it is. But that was just only the tip of the iceberg of the craziness that took place then. I can't believe, like, I give the part trying to be more social. I'm so damn awkward. I can't even talk to people in the gym. Like, oh, I don't talk to people in the gym. I, I don't. I, someone will talk to me and I'll look at them and look away. No, we're not here to have conversation. I came here to work out and I damn sure didn't want to be here. I don't need you interrupting me and, and making this stay in the gym longer than it is. I mean, I guess. Because, like, I see people, like, there's, like, I go in the morning, like, in a window before work and before I take care of the school. And the same people are always there. You know? Mm-hmm. And I just want to be like, hey, guys. But it's so, I'm so <laughs> awkward. It's so weird. I just be like, man, I ain't going to talk to nobody. So I end up not talking to nobody. Well, and I still have my mask on. And nobody talks to me. And they be all social with one another. And I just be like, this is weird as hell. Y'all, what is this? Mm-mm. It's like the urge to want to be social, but then weirded out by the interactions because you don't know. It's weird. I'm weird, y'all. We, we've rambled. We have about back. nothing. We are back with another episode. You know, we had homework last week. We watched the next episode of Titans. We watched the next mm-hmm. episode of Daredevil. And mm-hmm. then the newest episode of Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. But before we dive in, we all completed our homework. And we did. I actually say that in code to mean... I actually completed my homework because I was the one who was falling behind. So, you know. Oh, okay. I didn't know where I'm, that was I'm, going. Yeah, I'm putting it out there that I was the one. So, but before we get into that, let's talk about some news that came up. Well, okay. One, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness has made $42 million already from pre-sales. Do you think Marvel has like they have like a benchmark of what they want pre-sales to be? Um, I don't know because it's mm, maybe for the really really big like this one. This is a highly anticipated one, so they probably have a, a threshold they're hoping to get to. But I think they they probably also being realistic and probably know it's not going to be as big as Spider Man. But they might have you know something. The generally, they are they're thinking about um. How close they're going to, how much are they going to hit their budget in the first week? Probably. How much your budget was and quickly being able to see like, okay, we are going to make that up and make so much more. You know, I'd be wondering, it took a long time for us to get Doctor Strange. Their production has been through a lot. Mm -hmm. Rewrites, changing directors, reshoots. It's like they've been, they've done a lot to get to get it to where, you know, we're going to see it on, or Monday, on Thursday, or Friday, whenever you're going to see it. And, um, mm-hmm. 
I hope it's good. But that's why I was wondering if they wanted, like, I mean, wondering if they're just like, if we hit this type of, this, this level for our pre-sales, are they like trying to track and trend what that means for sales going into the weekend? Probably. I think so. And I, I did look it up. Apparently at the time that this article had been written, which was December the 9th, um, I don't remember what date. Okay. And Spider-Man came out December 17th. Mm-hmm. So, um, at the time of this article, which was December the 9th, it had generated $35 million from pre-sales. So, technically, right now, Doctor Strange is... Well, but that was also within an additional eight days. Right. So, um, it looks like they're probably really close to each other. Mm-hmm. I think Doctor Strange is going to knock it out the park. I don't know if they're going to okay. knock it out the park like... Spider-Man knocked it out of the park, but they're definitely, they're going to knock it out of the park and hopefully give us some direction and what the MCU is going. Yeah, they're saying that Doctor Strange had a budget of like um, what was it? Uh, basically $200 million, kind of like their TV shows. Well, they were saying 150 to 200, but I feel like it's always leaning more towards the bigger number because they usually don't pull any punches when they come to that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of people are saying that they think that it might make close to 200 million the first week. I think that's possible. Yeah, right now it's tracking between 165 and 205. Even. With this the um this early premiere on Monday, mm-hmm. I think it's probably gonna get any even higher for pre sales because people oh, of course yeah. people are gonna if they have tickets to that of course they're gonna come out and be like this is this this and this this and this and this and this and people are gonna get more excited and they're gonna want to go. So I'm excited because at ten forty five a.m. I will be have my ass in a chair at my appointment. Um. That's going to take all day. My appointment with Dr. Strange. I mean, let me actually, let me check my calendar because you know, you know the day I have tickets for. But Did you decide what day you were going? Well, the one that we ended up getting was for Friday, but you know, I was still thinking like, maybe I can see it again. I see it early. Oh my God. If you can see it on, on Friday. Because we got a, a Cinco de Mayo party on Friday at work. So, ten, and that means essentially I'll be done with work by like three forty-five. So if I wanted to, I could probably get like a five o'clock showing. Why don't if, you do that? I might do that. I think I might do it. Yeah, that's um. I got to sit at the front because if I got to sit right in the front, then I whatever. When I bought our tickets, I couldn't even pick our chairs. How ghetto is that? No, I definitely picked mine. I always get top right corner. That's my spot. If that seat is, I don't, it has to be the top right corner. I don't know what it is, but if I can't get that, then I just choose another show in time. Really? Mm-hmm. Just go I, right to the show. I start going to different theaters. Like I want my seat because these are my seats at this point. I like sitting in the middle towards the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why, but that's what I like. Hubert likes to sit a little further up. Caleb doesn't care at this moment. I, I don't like people being behind me because it's always my love when people behind me, they're the ones that be talking like Brenda from Scary Movie and I cannot understand <laughs> it. I'm like, y'all got so much to say. So much to say. 
Watch this. I wonder if it's going to be packed. Let me check to see. Well, because while I'm checking, I, I got no issues getting my tickets. No issues. I'm hoping that people are going to well, be at work. Okay. And not there were people there. who were having issues using uh, Fandango. That's where I got my tickets from. Yeah, some people like, but I guess it depends on how early you you started to try to get your tickets. Because this girl, I'm, the TV group that I added you to, mm-hmm. this girl was talking about it, and she said that she couldn't get hers. Well, sis, I'm sorry, but Fandango came through for me. Fandango came through for your girl. I got two tickets okay. for ten forty-five. There's still some available seats in the showing on Thursday, but I actually truly think most people are going to go see this on a Friday. Well, so like, let this it be is Friday this, afternoon. Like everybody bought all the tickets at the top, and no one wants to do the bottom. <laughs> but so that's some stuff about Doctor Strange. Which right, I'm excited so, for. Sad news for you, people who are really excited about this movie. Um, the Marvels has been delayed. <gasps> what? It has been delayed. It was a. Um, I don't. Yeah. So. Well, it's not just the Marvels, Ant Man as well. Both of them have been delayed. But why? What's the holdup? Probably says, because Evangeline Lilly weird ass didn't want to get vaccinated. I don't know. Well, they said that. Okay, so this is what it says. It says uh, Ant Man will now drop on February the seventeenth, twenty twenty three, and the Marvels will drop on July the twenty eighth, twenty twenty three. Which I think that's actually a better date in the middle of the summer, where you can get a lot more kids in there. But it says the report also stated that the decision was made due to Quantumania having rap production, whereas the Marvel still has more filming left. So mm. they could, yeah, so I don't know. To me, it says, yeah, I guess that makes sense. It gives them enough time of production for the Marvels to make sure everything is done on time. So, so when was Ant-Man supposed to come out? Ant-Man was originally, because that's, that's actually what they were, that was the biggest part of it. It seems like Ant-Man and the Wasp and the Marvels switched. Okay. Like, it was supposed to come out after the Marvels, but since the Marvels are still filming, they brought it up and then moved the other one back. Okay. But let me see. When was it, like, supposed to air? Like, it wasn't supposed to come, like, come out in December or anything like that, right? No, no, no. Ant-Man was supposed to have the date that Marvel, Miss Mar- the Marvels has. Oh, got it. Got but it, got but it, since got it. it's already done and the Marvels isn't, they swapped them so that the Marvels have more time in production. But it also tells me that these two movies are not going to be connected. Nah. This isn't going to be one of those things where one of those movies would have revealed something about another movie. Because I don't think they would have done a swap. They probably would have just pushed both of them back. So, I guess that that's good news for us. Because we are really wanting to see Jonathan Majors again on screen. So we get to see him sooner than we thought. And hopefully, even sooner, that maybe he'll pop up in something that we're having released this year. I don't know. He but. might pop up in that last episode of um, Moon Knight. I would not be shocked if the last episode of Moon Knight has either a connection to uh, Kit Harrington and his character and Blade and them at the end of that. Or because we have seen so much talk about the gods and we don't know what's actually going to happen with Amit and everything that other guys end up maybe this, whatever happens here has an impact in some way to the Black Panther movie that's coming out. Maybe because they talked about the ancestral plane, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you know they, oh, oh, I was about to start diving into it, but we ain't, even got, we ain't got there yet. Okay. Okay. 
We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. Okay. I was about to start. We, I was literally about to say, I know, but then, da, 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 and then next thing you know, we would have been doing a whole review of that. Exactly. Episode. But, oh, okay, so another thing, um, just because, you know, uh, we watch DC stuff too. Um, there's rumor, well, one, okay, there have been a couple of things. Uh, Shazam 2 has been delayed. Um, I don't think it was a major delay, like mm-hmm. it's like a really big distance out or something. So it went from it's been delayed a week, essentially. Five days. So it was originally going to be released on December 16th. It's now coming out December 21st. And the reason why they did that is because they did not want to release on the same day as the Avatar sequel. They shouldn't release it all in a month. Honestly. I would have did honestly, I would have had to do it early December or we wait until January. Exactly, because the hype for Avatar is not gonna be died down by the time Shazam releases. I just want that to be clear. Just wanna say that Crystal that the it's not gonna have died down by then. It's still mm-hmm. I feel like people are gonna to choose to see Avatar instead of Shazam. Or maybe I'm wrong and maybe people well, love I, Shazam. Well, you know, people may not have loved him before that first movie came out, but the first movie was actually good and cute. So I think that this one is probably going to perform better, especially considering they found a way to make the Shazam movie, but not so much that it felt like it fit uh, fit inside of the Snyderverse. <laughs> but, um, but still, I know that the attention will not be on anything but Avatar, probably from the moment it releases through the rest of December. Now, I do not, I I will stand by this if I am wrong by this uh, about this when it happens, and I will eat my words then, but this movie is not going to be as big as people think it's going to be. Like, you don't think so? I, I don't absolutely know. do not. I don't, because I, you are the only person I know who has talked about wanting to see Avatar sequel. And, yes. The only <laughs> and then, one. Absolutely, only one person, only person I know who has been talking about this movie. Now, that doesn't mean there are other people out there that aren't. But I also think this was too to me. This was too big of a time frame between these two releases. Yeah, and I think that's actually going to hurt more than it's going to help because it's been like twenty years. It has been a long time. It has, but I don't think, especially, especially. With them releasing a trailer in Multiverse of Madness, I think it's just going to spark But it also it. depends on, is it just going to be a teaser? Or is it actually going to be a, a full trailer that people can actually enjoy? I, it's going to be a full trailer. They, I, they didn't say I, it was a teaser. I just don't believe it. I don't think it's going to be that big. Um, it, I think it's going to cross at least the $1 billion mark. But I, I almost feel like by the t- end of its run... Spider-Man would have still performed better than this movie would have. Maybe. You maybe. But because I don't know. Because like. they've kept it so under wraps. And, you know, one of the things that made the first one so special was how it looked. And this isn't to say that this movie isn't going to look good. But we are during a time when everyone is making films that look good. Like, look at how this hippopotamus looked in Moon Knight on a $200 million budget. Sis looked real. She had a little dangles and stuff moving. They got the ears fluttering and everything. Like this, when this Avatar came out, no one was really pushing those boundaries. 
right. they kind of have to because of how movies have evolved. So visually, I don't expect for that to look any different than some of these other things we've seen. Like, okay, like I think about Black Panther, right? And seeing the ancestral plane and my socks mm-hmm. were literally knocked off visually. Those purples mm-hmm. and those dark tones, it was beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Avatar, to me, still is one of the most visually stunning, pleasing movie that I have ever seen. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And, like, with the technology that they had then, you don't think they're going to... It's going to be even more stunning now? No, I think it's going to look... I think it... But what I'm saying is... I'm not saying it's not going to look good. I'm saying that it's being released during a time where everything in movies is CGI. They don't even make efforts to do other things anymore. It's like we can just use CGI and some of that CGI using Marvel as an example, that Spider-Man movie visually was stunning when it came to what the people look like. I'm not talking about the landscaping and stuff like that, but even when you look back and see that so many of these movies we've been watching and we've been thinking we were looking at like an actual mountain and that was just something they digitally created in the background. <laughs> like like with Eternals, and we know Eternals was a beautiful film, beautifully shot, even if the story lacked at times. That was a movie that looked amazing. I think Avatar's like, gonna be even better. Honestly. Well, I, I think that okay, this is I will give them that because Avatar it's like they're literally in an avatar world. They literally have to create everything that you see. Yeah. So it's expected it's going to look good from that and it better. But I'm just like, to me, that's almost an expectation. There was no expectation with Avatar. Because we didn't know what they were, we were expecting them to do. But when we saw it, it's like, oh my God, movies can do this now? We're going to go into this knowing that they have to do that. And that we live during a time where we've seen really beautiful scenes now that have been created digitally that I just don't expect that I'm going to like have it. This movie is probably not going to give the same effect that the first one did. So they're going to have to rely very heavily on creating more of a story and making us bond with this, this different group of people because what they're going in the water or some shit now. Yeah, they're going in the water. Um, but, and that's another, but see, that's another element too, because Aquaman, DC. Beautiful. <laughs> All I say, if it's criticism for how that looked, we're talking about DC. Right. However, the <laughs> underwater stuff to me was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, to yeah. me. Once, when I noticed that their hair was actually going to move and stuff like that, I was like, oh. Because if they would have just been in there and her hair was just like this, I'm like, so there ain't no currents or nothing down there. They just. Mm-mm. Okay. But no, like. That was beautiful. I don't know. I think that I think but what you're they also created, a stand for people who don't know. Stan is a stand. So she will she will she will argue down for this just like people would Beyonce. So that's the thing. <laughs> I just feel like it it was for the time I loved it. Still love it. Mm-hmm. It's one of my faves. I I've watched it on Disney Plus. I own the DVDs, the extended one with all the extras and stuff. How they kind of went into it, that whole thing. I could give you all of that. I don't know. I just feel like the same thing that he gave us for um, that forest, we're gonna get the same thing underwater. And I'm just, I'm just super, I'm just super excited for it. And I don't, I don't know. I still see people dressing up for Avatar for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Now, see, but, in that movie but you know, how long ago? But see, I'm also thinking about stuff 
like Avatar was stunning, but I hated it on DVD. But because the DVD version of that movie did not translate as well as the movie did. <laughs> right. I mean, you go to the theaters because you know they had you in the 3D glasses and everything. And that, was, that was the one thing I didn't like about Avatar was the fact that this is only me. I didn't like it in 3D only because watching 3D movies give me gives me a headache for some reason. I don't know if it's my astigmatism or what, but I can't watch it for an extended period of time. I don't mm-hmm. like IMAX because it's loud as hell. I don't. That's, that's where I need to be. I like to feel my, my chest rattling. I don't like feeling it in my chest. I don't like it. <laughs> and it's super loud. Anyways, um, I think that kind of gives to it, a, I don't know. You're thinking that it's going to be big, but not as big as it was. I think it's going to be even bigger. I mean, hell, even the ride at Disney World. They have hours and hour long wait for people to ride. But, th- but this is what I'm thinking. Why was why was Endgame as big as it was? Why do you think it was as big as it was? I think it was as big as it was because people wanted to see the end of the story. People are invested at this point and they wanted to see the story. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that you don't think people are invested in no, the no, lives. No, 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 because I wasn't down with that one. I was going to say, what made Avatar as big as it was? Because we had never seen anything like it. So what is going to make this as big as it? We had never seen anything like what we saw in Endgame. This was no. literally a, a build-up of like 20 films that came, culminated to this massive movie where all these characters came together and we were all so emotionally invested because of 20 years. I mean, 20 movies. But then, mm-hmm. like you said, Avatar, we never seen anything di- visually like that ever in our lives. It's just crazy. But we're at a point now where technology has advanced and so many of these people are making these beautiful-looking films what is going to be the thing that draws people this time? It's Avatar. That's what's going to draw them. Now, I will say, I'll say this. I think mm-hmm. the fact that it's Avatar is going to bring people in, period. Off the strength mm-hmm. of this Avatar. But will it have the same in. legs? That's my now, now, what I was going to say was that now, I think that yes, you will draw the people in. Right? But to mm-hmm. keep people to keep going, there has to be something else with the story. It has to be something else. I agree. Mm-hmm. But I think just being the strength of it being um, Avatar is just going to bring people bring people in. Yeah, I'm just I'm going to be very interested to see the legs on it because the thing that oh, made the first yeah. Avatar as big as it was, it had le- that movie stayed number one for like four months. Endgame had it because it started bigger and it eventually yeah. came down, but it started out huge. Avatar didn't start out huge. It started out nah, like it, it, it just kind of stayed there for a minute and then it started to get bigger and then the Academy season came through and then it moved up some more and stuff like that. So it's just, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not saying this is going to be a failure at, by nah. any means because it's going to be, it's going to be successful. James Cameron is a part of it. Most of the things he touches are like cinematic gold. I'm just going to be interested in now with seeing what it's going to draw people in this time. Because I think I don't know. I they just took know. so long. This movie it should not so have taken as long as it did to come out, and that's that's the thing that I think is going to hurt it more than it helps them. Kind of like people thought that spot that um what's that movie um Star Wars when it came back with uh, the Force Awakens. Uh-huh. They a lot of people expected that to be even bigger than it was, but they also Star Wars was smart and did stuff, smaller stuff throughout this time between these movies to kind of keep the name out there. 
Well, I don't think Avatar just kind of disappeared. I don't know what happened with that big. Why it was such a big gap? I don't think it had anything to do with technology or anything like that. I'm really uh-huh. not sure why there was a huge gap. Um, but I feel like going forward, we won't have that because they're doing all the films. Yeah, aren't they releasing one. them back to back to back? I don't know if it'll be back to back to back, but I do know well, like, that. I think um, it's like every two years or something yeah. like that. I mean, I'm interested. They got the people that they're bringing back for the second one. They're bringing, you know, Jake and Zoe. They got Kate Winslet coming back. Um, what was, who was Kate Winslet? She's going to be somebody in the water because she was talking about how um, she had to train to hold her breath. Nope. I would have not taken that role. I cannot swim. I had to get smart with somebody on the, one of the comments on the Avatar page. Mm-mm. No, I said they were releasing all these pictures and stills and stuff. I said, all of this is great. I said, but when we get in the trailer for the new movie, right? Do you know what? somebody came behind me and was just like, you know, they have to film all these films. It's going to take a little bit of time. I said, shut up talking to me. I didn't ask about all that. <laughs> doing here and i'm a nice person but i was so annoyed by that i'm like if you don't and it was probably somebody in slovenia or something i ain't give a damn don't talk to me right i don't need to be reprimanded by you it was sarcasm pictures i think that you might be talking about there's a post that says that they released some release some additional uh, images from the avatar movie well they did an entertainment tonight well not entertainment but the entertainment magazine released some but it was mm. some that I had already seen, I feel like, on the Avatar page. Because, you know, I'm a nerd and I followed them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, these are pictures that were posted well, on this particular account, this like 5 o'clock this morning. Oh, no, that I haven't. It's like, okay, his hair is blowing. His hair is, like, giving body going to the air. Oh, Jake's hair. Send them pictures mm. to me so I can send them. Send them. Yeah, so I can send them. Put- I'm gonna put them in the chat in the Zencaster. I don't open oh in Zencaster. I don't open up my messages waiting. Wait till you see like the third photo. He's riding on something. And his hair is blowing, and that hair has some, some texture and some body to it. Got some locks and everything. Avatar: The Way of Water. Ooh, look at that! Lord, they got these babies looking like this. Why they got that baby looking like that? I hate. That's the one thing about Avatar. They be looking. Is she all pregnant on this thing in the water? Yeah, she's definitely pregnant. But is that supposed to be Nateria? That's not Nateria. That must be Kate Winslet or something. And I'm wondering if they're going to look different with it the advancement of technology. I think so. And that, that it's not going to, I don't think it's going to hurt it at all. Because it's kind of like video games. You'll have a game that comes out on the PS4 and the PS5 version comes out. And it's just like, they have the technology to make it look better. So they go mm-hmm. for it. So. Cause like I was looking at it when I was looking at it on Disney Plus, um, like when I look at them, even though the eyes are weird, this right here is big, mm-hmm. like you can see like Zoe has like these laugh lines right here. So this it was like her mouth and everything else was like CGI, and it didn't look bad. I just that's how I could tell. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, the picture of the girl curious. with the braids is really like when you see how good it looks. Like you what can see Jake? the texture in the face and everything. So, which and you know that goes along with everything we've been saying. Like we know visually, mm-hmm. it's going to look great. It's going. They have no choice. They have. It has to be better than it was the first time around. The fact that he has locks is crazy to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. he got, that's what I was looking at. He got locks, and then uh, old girl got like little braids. But then, 
I'm looking at him. He looks the same, but he looks more like Sam Worthington, if that makes sense. Does that make yeah, sense? He looks, you can tell that they were able to pull more from his real yeah. face to create the look. So you, which is almost kind of, in a way, kind of bad. Because, you know, before they, it wasn't so obvious that he was playing this character. Now it looks almost like a mask. It really looks like Sam Worthington mm-hmm. with with prosthetics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know how they did it. They do like the little dots things to get the facial expressions mm-hmm. and all that craziness. But this looks, he looks more like himself mm-hmm. as an avatar as opposed to like seeing kind of features that make them, you know. Mm-hmm. And this little girl, her eyes are freaking me the freak out. The one with the braids? Yeah, it was just blending in with her body. Is that Nateria? Mm-hmm. No, that's not her. That's what I was trying to figure out. I couldn't tell if that was Nateria or not. No. She almost looks younger. She looks younger and her color is different. Yeah. Maybe she she's one of the underwater people. Yeah. Or I know that they have children. I wonder if this is their daughter and like is dilute not she's not as blue because her daddy is human or was human Maybe. i don't know I, that was one question that i had i'm weird i was thinking i'm like well they gonna have kids like what the genetics gonna be like because he ain't really like a part of the people mm-hmm. not really right but she she's beautiful though wh- whoever she is her eyes are freaking me out though but yeah she got to be the water people because them other folks, Nateri and them, be having they have yellow eyes. So she must be part of the water because her eyes are blue and blending in with her skin. That's that what I too. was gonna say that maybe because they're underwater, their their skin color is different because they're not so much in the sun. Like maybe these amphibious. green people are like the light skin version. Yeah, she looks kind of amphibian like, waterish like. I'll tell you one thing, though. See, this is how some of y'all be looking when y'all be wearing these color contacts. Just like this child. Mm-hmm. Like a, mm. a human lion. Human whatever this thing is. Right. Okay. This piece of news. Um, I'm so excited, I saw, though. I saw that they were talking about Spider-Man. Yes, yeah, she okay. has box braids, too. I'm sorry. I was studying it. What's but, up? But, you know, they were talking about... Um, Spider-Man 4, the one that, you know, would be following up Tobey Maguire's story. Apparently, they actually wanted Kraven the Hunter to be the villain in that movie. Interesting. We are getting a Kraven the Hunter movie. Do you think that his movie is going to just connect into that? Or are we imagining that Kraven the Hunter is a part of this the side Sony universe they got going on. Well, I don't even know if it's a side thing because I wonder if he's going to have help with, with like Kevin Feige help on his film because they did mention him in, what you call it? He was one of the people that they recognized when the multiverse was splitting. Mm-hmm. They pointed him out with the whole thing. So I'm wondering, is his film going to be a only Sony thing or is it kind of going to be like a Spider-Man Sony type of situation Tom, Spider-Man, and not Toby's. I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. I guess it's it's all going to depend upon what they are planning to do with these Spider-Man movies. Mm. Like, because if they are technically trying to create another sequel for each of the franchises, which I want them to calm down, give us one, but don't don't try to turn it into a whole nother like 
series of Spider-Man films. We don't need that many running it. No, I'm only interested in Andrew getting his own and Toby can be a mentor to Miles Morales. Uh, That's all I want. I don't care. I don't care to see Toby again as Spider-Man. Now, don't get me wrong. My little heart did a pitter-patter when I saw him on come through that portal mm-hmm. in his youth choir. I mean, youth pastor attire. I mm-hmm. I love that. I loved it. However, I don't care to see him again in a film on his own. Will I see it? I will watch it because of y'all. But I don't care. To right. be honest. Yeah, I'm not. It's not. Oh, speaking of, I guess I should find my way back to trying to watch Morbius again. Oh, damn oh have you watched the Batman yet? Damn you. No. <laughs> Y'all, no. the no. Batman has been on HBO Max for almost two weeks now. I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch. Maybe I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Mm. I'm going to watch it. Don't know when, but I'm going to watch it. Maybe soon so we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll watch it again. I don't know. Oh, God. Will I really sit through that again? I don't have to think about it. But last bit of news before we get into our homework. Kevin Feige has planned, the, saying they're planning the next 10 years. Let me tell you something. First, before I forget, let me just go back to the Avatar for one second. I'm surprised they haven't had any leaks. That's what I'm shocked about. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, y'all really haven't had any leaks? That's weird. Especially with all the time that's been that's passed and y'all ain't got nothing to show. Alright, got it. Good. Now, mm-hmm. I would give up my baby dog in this house that I live in and be homeless so that I could be at that retreat. <laughs> I would, oh, I wouldn't even have to say nothing. I'd be like, y'all, I don't care to give my input. I just want to be in the room. Just want to be in the room. That's it. If I can just touch the garment of the tablecloth of the table that y'all are planning, these movies. Can you imagine the type of stuff that is being discussed there? And then now no. knowing that the next 10 years is going to be including a combination of film and television? No. 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 But no, you know no. the crazy part is that this 10 years is going to fly by so fast. So fast. So fast. In 10 years, my baby will be 17 years old. That, and it'll pass in the blink of an eye. And all the movies and stuff that we're going to get in that time frame. like. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I can hardly contain myself. But like, why plan out that much content? Like, what? Like, but you know what's crazy though? That might not be too crazy to plan out that far in advance because that means you're planning out this ten-year time frame, and in that time frame, you're picking characters if you haven't picked them already, or some of the ones that we already know, and you're trying to plan these ten years with these movies. <sighs> what characters are you selecting? How are they going to connect? What story are you trying to tell? I, uh, to be in the room. Oh my God. I would sign any NDA they wanted me to sign. Anything. Mm. Anything. Give it all to them. Everything. All to them. Just so I could be. Yo, that's wild, man. And then in my mind, I'm like, is that 10 years from the end of their already planned out story? Because, you know, they've already said when certain stuff was going to be coming out. So, it's right. the 10 years they're talking about at the end of... But so, is it really like, oh, this is going forever. And if they keep the quality the way it is, I will be here forever. 
and forever. Remember when you said that you didn't know where Marvel was going to be able to go? Mm-hmm. They have an idea where they want to go if they can plan out 10 years. Which and technically, I'll, where, I'll go wherever they go. Honestly, and it's probably not even... They're probably like, alright, for the next three years, this is what we're going to be focusing on. Mm-hmm. The next three years after that, four years after that, we're going to be focusing on that. Three years, whatever, whatever. And then they probably have some film that ends all of that. How are we going to get to that point? I, I, I will say this. There's a part of me that does want there to be an end at some point. Oh, how? And only because it's like, if this goes on forever, like, I don't know. I just keep thinking about how I I would want to see newer versions of the old stuff eventually. Rather than the story that continues to go. Uh Uh-huh. I feel like what they're going to do... And maybe this just might be me and my wishful thinking. I really think that there's going to be a period where we're not going to get Avenger-like characters, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's going to be a time where they're going to be focusing on something else. Like, I feel like, honestly, X-Men and Mutants are probably going to have a, a five-year period where that's all that they're doing is focusing on that, right? And I feel like after they kind of get past that bubble or whatever, then they're probably going to start reaching back and getting some of the other characters... A new Iron Man, a new Captain America after Falcon. Mm. Like, I mean, that's probably what they're going to do. So, I, I don't know. I feel like we're kind of seeing an end to, like, the Avengers and all that good stuff, especially when the mutants come. There's going to be so much focus on them. Um, Everybody is just... Do you think they're going to do solo X-Men movies, or are they going to yeah. bring them all together? They're, I feel like they're going to bring them all together. We're going to get an introduction. And then they're going to branch off and do their single films. Because I can't see them, because they haven't been introduced yet, so I can't see them doing, well, maybe they but could do single films. all of them don't deserve films. a movie. All of them don't you, deserve movies. We're getting Wolverine, which we all know. Oh, don't want You know that. I'm sorry. Like, we're getting a Wolverine single one. If I got a feeling, I think they're going to do more justice for Storm. I, Storm's probably going to get a solo film. Uh, Storm is definitely going to get a solo film. She's getting a solo film. I don't know who she is, Michaela Cole, but. But I just I don't want them all to get a film because no, I think it's going to it's going to get crazy. Important. It's just the ones that are going to be important, the ones that we care about, the ones that probably have connections to the Avengers that we already know. Rogue well, is probably that means we be. won't. Have- we don't get a, G- a Gene movie because I don't want it. I don't want a Cyclops movie. I don't want a Beast movie. I don't want a Jubilee. I don't. I don't. I want a Rogue movie. That I you want. Might have and I want it to. I want it to connect directly to her snatching all of the powers that Captain Marvel has in her out. I want her done for. I want a whole coma, and then her to be gone. And I want Rogue to be given. See. But if they do Rogue the way I want them to do Rogue, that means that at the time they introduce Rogue, they have to introduce Mystique. Uh, because you know because Mystique is a very integral part to Rogue's origin, how she ended up being, how she ended up not letting her go. Because Mystique made her hold on to her. I, um, Jennifer Lawrence is of the bad taste in my mouth for Mystique. Um... Uh, but Rebecca Romaine said that she would be open to coming back. She's, I will slide this pussy off of, of whatever screen y'all need me to. That's what that's what um, she said. Because she said she slid her bare cooch across that floor. 
She did not do that for Jennifer Lawrence to come through and throw on a leather jacket and sport. That's exactly what she did. Okay? Look, Rebecca said, you can't even say, I did this so you can run because, bitch, you you stubbed your toe and fell a few times. Okay. The weird thing is that she wasn't even a good mystique. Like who, who the person she was playing was just not a mystique. They did they made her just seem like a lap dog. But we were okay with her version of Mystique because she was always great when she was on screen. Mm-hmm. Some of her, her accent sequence was so good. None of Jennifer Lawrence's sequences were good. None of them. The one that should have been good when she was jumping out the window still won't good. Let me tell you something. I have blocked out all of that. I've seen all those films except for um, Phoenix. I think you should watch that one. Um, it's so much time to come back. I don't care. Uh, I love. I loved hers, Phoenix. I did. I love her. They just didn't do her justice, but with how they wrote her, and they had well, some serious continuity issues. Well, if I, I don't know. I, honestly, she's at an age now. I don't know how that would work with her. Them being what that took place in the nineties, right? Hmm? Or late seventies or something. Heard the dark Phoenix. No, when Jean, when Jean was um, the eighties and nineties, right? So I don't know how that would work for her and today because that means she would have to have aged. I was gonna say that which, Sophie Turner, which I think could be okay. Maybe she'd be okay. She could look like I mean, but she's had kids. I feel like women start to really look like women when they have kids. I don't know. This is like a natural maturity comes on a woman. Like, oh my god, respect. <laughs> so like maybe I don't feel mature. Mm-mm, but I I, it's like you, you hear it every time you hear a mother talking to their kid. Like y'all code switch, y'all code switch, and we're and then come home and code switch again because you got to talk to your kid like one person and turn into somebody else. With you talking to somebody else, no, y'all so, like, I, she could do that. I don't want it to be fam key because I just don't like her existence. But um, <laughs> I really did. I really did like Sophie Turner. I, I think visually she gave me a good gene, mm. and plus I think that she. Hmm. I don't know. If she came back, I feel like she would come back more for like the multiverse of madness rather yeah. than in the, the oh, new the spinoff of X films or something. Yeah, well, I think that they're using this also to close a chapter with the X Men. Like, if we bring in the so one, some of the first. ones that were in there, let's close this chapter with them, and then this movie's going to help explain why we can have these other things now. So we'll see. Hmm. I'm I'm so I'm like I'm so interested in this cast. Like I just who are they gonna cast for these characters? Honestly, Patrick Stewart can play Charles Xavier until he runs that wheelchair into the ground. Okay, Mm -hmm. I don't care him or James McAvoy, who has said up and down that he is not in the film, which makes me feel like he might be in the film. So both of the professors in there? Yeah, why not? If they gonna have Sophie Turner, why wouldn't they have James McAvoy? Now, hold up now. Cause I follow him on I follow him on Instagram. He had a bald head for a minute. But did he even shave his head for real for the X-Men movie? I didn't think he did. I thought it was like a cap. What? I don't know. Well, I know that I just baby. I remember seeing him without hair out and about. Oh. Now I got my phone. Now I'm gonna be looking. I'm gonna look on his page to see when I saw them pictures of because his hair it looked his, his you could tell his hair had been cut because usually he keeps it long and I noticed it, but I didn't even think that it might be multiverse of madness. I'm gonna look though. We get out this thing. I'm gonna go look. 
and see what he's doing and see what the dates are to see if it lines up. Because I wouldn't be surprised. Any of them. Like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Holly Berry and Hugh Jackman pop up. Ah, uh, please don't let Hugh Jackman come back. Don't, it's just gonna just, be it's just gonna be for this movie. If he does. I don't know. Mm-mm. <laughs> I plus he's so that. far past it. He might not even come back to do that. I hope so. <laughs> I hope I hope that we just don't ever see him again this Wolverine. And I think I can almost see um David David what's his name? Daniel Harry Potter guy. Oh yeah. him, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. I think I, I can see him as a Wolverine. This I can't maybe I can. I don't know. This and this is on me though, because like I watched Harry Potter, watched all the films, watched him mm-hmm. kind of grow up with that. So to me, it's kind of hard for me to get into like that that kind of mind frame of him being um Wolverine. Because he just seems not kitty, but I don't know. I just can't well, see the gruffness. See, that's the, I think that's the thing that the the design for his character is going to help with, because I don't think I ever saw Hugh Jackman that way, and then suddenly, you know, he has the big beard and he has the hair and everything, and then the attitude, the way he's speaking, came. I was like, oh, I hear. But Daniel already satisfies my need for the person to be short. Yeah, you know, he's that short. Was one of my he's five five. That was one of my biggest critiques about Wolverine is that they had this big ass six foot tall man playing one of the shortest people I had ever seen in a cartoon. He was gonna be short and stocky, and then Wolverine, they they claimed that in the comments he's actually five three. Jesus. Um, and he's three hundred pounds. Um I'm trying to think back. I'm thinking back to the cartoon. And I don't even remember in the cartoon. I don't remember. He didn't seem that short to me. Maybe he was. I don't know. I need to go back and look. Oh, also. They also, they're saying that that guy from... You remember the Kingsman? Have you seen the Kingsman? Mm-hmm. I the love young that guy. What's his name? Tarragon. Tarragon. Tagan. Targan. Hold on. I'm going to let you have that. Let me find him. Let me find him. Let me find him. Um, um, I need the cast, sweet babies. No, that is nope. I need. I can tell you. You know how I do. He's coming to Taryn Egerton. Egerton, something like that. Yes, Taryn Egerton. 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 Um, he. They said something about him, and then somebody had shared a picture or something he was doing, and he looked buff as hell. And they were just like, um. And he's shorter. He is short. He's not, he's not short, short, but he's shorter than Hugh Jackman was. Because they got pictures together. He can sing, too. He was I in that, um. Oh, God. If we watch an X-Men movie and Wolverine starts singing, uh, Don't Stop Believing, I'm just not going to watch anything else X-Men related <laughs> again. He, um, yeah, he can sing. He was in that, um, that Elton John bio, biopic. Mm-hmm. Um, that I really wanted to see but didn't. Um, so I don't know. Those two, Daniel Radcliffe and Taron Egerton or whatever his name is, I know that they were talking about him being Wolverine. Do you think they're going to cast unknowns to do these roles in X-Men? Uh-huh. I think for the most part. I mean, because I also they- think that they know that the names ain't really going to pull these people into the theater. It's the story at this point. Because we've seen know. so many people. Nobody knew who Chris Hemsworth was. 
like, <laughs> but he's here and he's doing whatever. Like, it's just like, I think they've shown but, that they can find success with people who aren't, oh, at the very least, aren't at a big point in their careers already. Like, maybe okay. we know of them, but I don't think they're going to go with, like, these big budget box offers, like, killers to have in these movies, like DC trying to do with The Rock. Yeah, I didn't know Chris Hemsworth before this. I know he had like a whole career in Australia before coming over here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really think, but you're right. I really think that um, the story kind of brought people in. And also, Chris is fine as hell. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he maybe he wasn't that popular, but he looked good as hell. But so maybe, also, I don't know. Hugh Jackman. Nobody knew who he was until um, before S-Man came out. That's true. And look at him. No one Everybody knew who he was, him. and now he's everywhere. Everywhere. Doing all the things. Movie theater, mm-hmm. Broadway. He's really multi-talented. I don't, I think people mm-hmm. kind of see him as that kind of that. Just the Wolverine. But he's so talented. He's been with her the whole time? Yeah, he he's been married with his wife since 1996. Yep, and she's older than him, too. He married an older woman. Let's see what's 66. She actually looked younger than him in the face, but um, do she? So, well, in this picture on with maybe movie. that picture because I see some other pictures. I'd be like, oh. All right, well, that's it for the news. I love that segment. <laughs> I felt like it'd be good. Please move your imaginary banks, okay, okay. But no, like I like that. I like not looking up anything because I don't, guys. When he be finding these articles and sending them to me, I'd be like, how he be knowing this stuff? But I like it. <laughs> yes, it's cool. And I, I'd like to thank the direct um, and screen rant and some else that's over the S that I go to all the time. <laughs> so that's, that's it five or news. And now we can go to a homework. Well, we've been talking for hours and change. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Ain't got my homework. Let's let's start with Titans since you you just wrapped that one up, so you should it should pretty fresh in your mind. I think this episode of Titans was called Connor, right? Well, I'm just um, what, was, what were your thoughts with this one? Um, I don't know what it is about Titans bringing us into these. Just it starts somewhere, and it it shouldn't be it's. It, it, okay, when I'm watching a TV show, I got distracted, y'all. When I'm watching a TV show and I'm following it, I would like for the episodes to kind of connect, right? It's a series. They should, they're building up to this major thing. I hate that Titans, they will cut to something that ain't got nothing to do with what I saw last. And then at the end, we'll be like, this is how it connects. My thing is, is that, you know what have been great, Titans? If y'all started that episode with Connor catching, um, badass, um, what's that baby name? Jason. Mm-hmm. Jason, big head ass. If Connor caught him, then got shot, and then we can go back to see what happened, how we got to that point. That would have been, been, I would have liked that better than going through this whole episode trying to figure this shit out and not like, what does this have to do with what's going mm-hmm. on? That's Titans for you. That's Titans. I hate that they do oh, that. By the way, I was told by one of my coworkers to tell you that tell we sh- yeah that we should watch Doom Patrol. Okay, I'll he said try. That that's actually his favorite DC show that they have. 
but he said that even though we were introduced to the Doom Patrol and Titans, the Doom Patrol that's in this series is not the same. So, but he said it was it's his favorite. But maybe how are we gonna edit in? Where? Mm-hmm. Where are you gonna edit in? I don't know. Maybe I guess after Titans, I don't know. I mean, we ask y'all. There is so much content out there that we can talk about. I don't know how we can watch it all. I mean, we can try, but but back to back to Titans. So okay, back Titans. Okay, um, yeah. So I hate that they did that. I hate that I had to wait to the end to um. And I had a feeling like I knew that when Jason was falling from that building that he wasn't going to die. I knew that, and I knew that somebody or something was going to save him. Um, I just didn't know what. Um, so to see at the very end that Connor was the one that saved him, I was like, y'all could have did this at the beginning and did a flashback of how we got to that point. Um, he was adorable. Yeah, so innocent. Really, yeah, it's very innocent. The way he, Lord, I chuckled a little bit when he saved that lady, and she, he was like, you can me. Can I right. hear you? She was <laughs> Not like, realizing that he was doing to her what this other man was just yes. trying to do to her. So I um I like that. I just think it's weird that they used DNA from two men to make him. Mm-hmm. Which I thought I guess it's not weird in the grand scheme of things, but like just how biology and genetics work. I just thought that was interesting that they decided to use two men: Superman and Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is a weird one, okay? Yes, he is, but it also sounds like it's another situation of people being a product of their environments because that daddy ain't all there either. It was not. Cause I was so confused. I'm like, why are he seeing these flashbacks if he's a clone? I just thought it. The whole thing with him and um, I still don't understand why Crypto was there. Um, not really sure about it. What why else we got? I'm, why are you saying that? I'm going to look up this Crypto. Okay. I know he's Crypto the Superdog, but I don't know. It just seemed weird that he was there. Um, what else? I wish that we got more of what was going on with Titans and this is their show, but why do they always give us origin stories when they introduce new characters? Like... Is it Connor, Hawk and Dove, Rose? Who cares? Stick to the story at hand. But other than that, I enjoyed it. That house scene, um, with everything doing slow motion matrix type of stuff. And then crypto ass catching that missile and turning it around and sending it out. That throws me and looking like a rubber doll. I was like, no. No, no, no. And then them doing their all trying to turn the action sequence into slow motion so you get that person didn't even fly as high as they should have. Like what? I'm what? like, this is stupid. The only character I did like was the security guard or the head security person for um Lex Luthor. I thought that was interesting. The and one I who? also think it's Huh? Which which I'm sorry, which security guard? She was the lady with the oh, leather. Yeah, yeah. Her okay. yeah, the woman. Mm-hmm. She was a little um, on the jerky side, but um, my thing were they trying to kill him? Well, I think were they just that, trying to slow him down to take him back? I think they were trying to take him back because you know ultimately I think he was being created to be a tool anyway. Anyways, which why it was weird to me that they would create him. They weren't anticipating him leaving, but to create him to just kill him just seemed funny, especially when what Lex was trying to do he was successful in. So. Mm-hmm. You wanted to create, a, you wanted to clone Spider-Man. Oh, Lord. 
you wanted to clone Superman. You got what you wanted, so why would you kill him? So, okay. So he about to get taken back to Teen Titan headquarters where they can operate on him? Mm, Who be stitching these be, people up? They ain't got no Claire, so I don't know. Like, I'm, like, Babies up. Maybe it's Raven. You know, Raven can kind of heal too. So maybe Raven healing. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Don't make her mad. She'll take her, her the injury back. Kill <laughs> you like she did that man in season one. Oh my God. So I'm like, mm. so I'm interested to see where Connor's going. I guess he's going to be with the team now. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. Just building on, but you can't have that many people. Somebody gotta go. Well, um, Jason can go with his big head. Rose ain't gonna make it because I ain't see her on the poster for season three. Hawk and Dove was gonna be in the background, and then Donna ass can go back to the mascara or wherever she from because I'm I'm sick of her. You're not gonna do Donna. I mean, uh, she be alright. Like yeah. So, oh, let me see what the name of the next episode is. Season two. And we just saw Connor. The next episode is going to be called Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne? Mm-hmm. Okay, Bruce. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. So, with that one out of the way, I guess we can go ahead and talk about Daredevil. So this would have been episode, because you know I, re- I watched it. Are you, this is episode three, right? Six? I, no, I don't know. Don't give me the line. I don't. I know. I don't know. I think we're on three. But how did you like episode three? Let me tell you something. Because I watched it this morning when I was in the gym. Mm-hmm. This holier than thou judge jury executioner type of situation that um both these men have found themselves in and matt murdoch trying to be on his high horse was so funny to me mm-hmm. and frank was calling that ass out he was like so what at every moment every so moment we because you what you what you don't be killing folks like that's what was weird to me i'm like you trying to tell him that he's bad because he's killing folks as if like last season you weren't trying to kill wilson fist because you didn't see no other way around it or or that the fact that he beating these people to the point where they're probably paralyzed and can't even live a full life anymore was just as... I mean, because when he's beating these men, I'm like, these people are getting dead. They, they, they're going to have some issues. And, he not, and, 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 not to mention that black guy that be selling the the, the, um, the guns and stuff. Every time mm-hmm. Matt come across him, he beating them up. So what are we saying here? You can't just leave him alone since he has their space for redemption. And you're just saying what? The fact that you're leaving them alive means that they what, they have a chance for redemption. They're going to be better. You're trying to say these criminals, and a lot of them not going to be making better decisions. they criminals. They're going to be criminals. Criminals going to criminal. Mm-hmm. And they're exactly. going to, I mean, that's what I didn't get. I'm like, you over here trying to judge him. And your ass ain't no better. At all. Ain't no better. And... And Frank, boy, let me tell you something. When he was saying red, I said, oh, Frank, you can call me red anytime. God. <laughs> anytime. And I'm not I'm not red by any stretch of the imagination, but woo. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> and he's short. He's a little guy. Oh, yeah. I noticed it when he was on Walking Dead. 
little. He, he um, but I like. Yeah, he was such a bad I, man. I like him in this, and the fact that um, they um, let me tell you something. I don't like Karen ass. I've said that many a times. She annoys the hell out of me because she always be doing shit she ain't got no business doing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, you got some audacity to come in here and threaten these folks. You ain't got law degree to first. At, you just you barely at the job anyway. And this, this would see this would be pissing me off about her because she always feel like she know better. She know better and she know more than the people who actually have the brains and like the knowledge of this. Like when she was getting on Foggy because he didn't step up, I'm just like, ma'am, ma'am, you know right. more than Foggy. You went to law school, so you know she's more than him. She's just annoying at this point. Annoying as hell. And then Foggy was just like, sis, legally, you know right? She got us on this, so it's like, I don't know. She got my damn nerves. Real talk. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Can we talk about that stairwell, uh, stairwell fighting scene? And again. And again. <laughs> Matt is beating the hell out of these bikers. Mm-hmm. In this stairwell. That Blind. scene was everything, though. He was whooping their ass, ass. down that thing. With that chain? I said, oh, that Matt! Right. But still. <laughs> still. I was like, you got some damn nerve. Mm-hmm. Because it's not enough for you to be like, you was like, it ain't like you doing one or two punches to incapacitate them. And they be like, oh, on the ground rather than pain. Your ass is beating them till they are unconscious. What is that? Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, ooh, that whole scene was rich to me. Because I was just like. I told you you were going to love that end back and forth. That's what, like, they call it like, it was like a fight, but. It ain't, it's the it was a fight with words and Frank was eating him up. Every single time. I was like, yo, you trying to appeal to this man. He don't give a damn about none of that. Mm-hmm. And he don't give a damn about none of that because he feel like what he's doing is right. And also he don't give a damn about that because he know that y'all the same. Mm-hmm. I mean he literally and, is like the whole conversation that they were having is no different than when Froggy and Matt were going back and forth yeah. about everything. He just did not see it, and Matt was like, no, this makes sense. This is why I'm doing it. Somebody has to be out there doing it. Frank is thinking it's that same way. Right, and which I was like, this is so, y'all are essentially the same person. Just different sides of the coin, and I just thought that was just pointless and stupid, having this argument with him. It's like, I'm better than you because I don't kill people. You don't have to kill them. You left those people on meat hooks. I'm just like, and they're rapists. Right. Or whatever they were doing, selling drugs, selling people, trafficking, but they deserve a chance for redemption. Nah, nah. He, Keep their ass on meat hooks. Mm-hmm. Just saying, Matt did not do himself any favors. I'm like Matt, as handed to him. Handed, but I will say this: that when they were kind of sparring with their words and stuff, um, I picked up on little nuances and things. Um. Like, Frank didn't, like, take his mask off, which I thought was interesting. Like, even Frank said he didn't care. I, But I really think at the end of the day that they have a lot of respect for each other. And I think Frank respected the fact that they kind of do the same thing. He's had his mask on. I don't need to know what his identity is. So, I don't, and I don't gain anything from knowing who he is. I thought that right. was interesting. 
I thought that it was interesting that even though they were fighting against each other the whole episode, that when Frank Ass was incapacitated, um, Matt made sure that he was straight. Mm-hmm. Even after killing that dude. I thought that was interesting, too. Because I thought for I mean, sure he was just going to leave his ass out there. Right. See, I feel like, you know, Frank knows he doesn't have to know who he is for him to know who he is. Right. I mean, he literally read him down in his face because he knows exactly who he is. I wouldn't know how he'd be getting this information. I don't know, but Frank is doing, he he knows how to do what needs to be done. Man. Clearly. (laughs) Clearly. Clearly. I'm like, how he, I mean, he be doing it though. I'd be like, all right, Frank. I'm ready to see this interaction with Claire, I mean, Karen, because I keep seeing this scene that people love. They're in some type of stairwell. And he fought to save her. I'm ready for that. But I don't know. What, is that in season two? Oh, is that in Frank, Frank and Karen? Uh-huh. Um, hmm. Which is interesting to me that she would want to be humping him considering everything that... Oh, well, yeah. You, you'll see. Is it good? Yeah. Is it season two? It's, a, it's in season two, I believe. Okay. But she also makes an appearance in his series as well. But they're not. it's not like a... She's like a major character. Mm-hmm. Well, the next episode is going to be called Penny and Dime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. First line says that the, a person comes into town looking for revenge because his son was a part of the people who were killed by the Punisher. Mm. Well, okay. Um. And then that's another thing that I noticed too that um he was going through the hospital. And he didn't hurt anybody except for the person that he was looking for. Yeah, that's what uh, I think. I noticed that first. It was like people were running around. He never hit anybody. He was walking Mm. straight for him. And Mm. Karen probably would have been killed because she was helping him. But Mm -hmm. had she just kind of sat in the corner in that room and just screamed like most of them do, she would. He would have left her alone. I was just like, "Mm." it wasn't a concern of knowing. Well, getting rid of people who would have seen his face. He don't right. care if people see him. He's like, this is who I sure am. Didn't. Be scared that this is the person that's going to show up and kill you for doing the crazy stuff that you've been doing. He's hilarious. Uh um, But yeah. Um, but then when that stuff came out about the dude they were helping, I said, ooh. Mm-hmm. Something told me that he wasn't as clean as he said that he was, but it won't. I didn't, you know, like I just couldn't. I just couldn't put my finger. I'm like, well, why is it that I don't feel like he's as clean as he says that he is, or he was just doing this, that type of situation? Because quite as it's kept, he deserved to die, if we're being honest. Because he killed somebody that he didn't have to kill, talking about she saw my face. Right. Mm-mm. There was no redemption for him. Even talking about I didn't want to do it, but she had to go. But you still made the decision to kill her. Mm-hmm. So I'm with yeah, Frank. When he was explaining the whole story, I was like, damn, man, if you would have just like what you needed to do better to cover your tracks. Because Frank well, just came then, up in the town and found out all this stuff so quickly and took you down. And then even Matt was in the way. He was like, what elderly lady? And he was just mm-hmm. like, he was annoyed, but because he's a good person, and I put that in air quotes because I really don't think that Daredevil is a good person. When it comes to when he be beating these folks down, he's not as good as he thinks that he is. Um, oh, which, is which is why I feel like it's interesting that you had this whole struggle 
with um, being a Catholic and doing what's right and what's wrong and thinking that you had to kill somebody. You struggled with that all last season. And now what you're so enlightened that you can cast judgment on somebody else when you were literally doing the same thing. Like, shut up. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like yeah. We know who don't, who at like, since they're not in that position anymore, they shouldn't have any sympathy for someone who is. I mean, but you could easily be back in that position. Mm-hmm. Don't take much. I mean, but it has been given, can be taken. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, Daredevil was. Yeah, I told you Daredevil was a good series. We could, we have not steered you wrong. So you far. haven't. Um, and I'm starting to love Foggy. I really am. He just, yep. you know what. Foggy reminds me there's this little boy on Cable's baseball team that could probably be really, really good if he had the confidence. He just doesn't have the confidence. And like I feel like Foggy is probably a good a, a hell of an attorney. He's probably even better than Matt. I just think he lacks the confidence in being in Matt's shadow all this time that he doesn't really I don't know. Not saying that he can't do it. I just think he's kind of scared to stop out there and kind of be that dude. Um and to see him step up to the DA last episode and then on this episode stepping up to those gangsters, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, fine, fine, fine. But you know what I think it comes from? I what? think it's coming from the fact that Matt is not as round as, as much as he used to be. So he yep. doesn't have someone that's like stepping in and doing these things. He has to step up. And because he's mm-hmm. having to do that, he's starting to build that confidence that I don't think he had with Matt around. And I also like that Claire was just like, get your panties out of a bunch. No, I don't like that he does this. You don't like that he does this. But he is skilled at what he does. And he knows what he's doing. So you just got to let him do what he's going to do. And he'll be fine. Which I thought was interesting. Because he needed to hear that. Because if I could be acting like a a mama hen. just I think, And I think it's because... I don't, has he seen him? He hasn't seen him fight. I think if he saw him fight, he'd be like, okay. But I just, I don't, I think that Foggy probably doesn't, not to say that he isn't capable, that Matt is capable, but I just think it's hard for him that Matt is blind and going out here and fighting this crime blind and just really, I don't know, thinking that he can't do it because of this slight disadvantage that he has. Right. Um, it's, I, mean, I don't know. The- you'll, you'll, I think you'll continue to see Froggy kind of finding his own, which to me is what makes it even more special is that he's finding his own while Matt is struggling <laughs> mm. <laughs> to figure out who he, the type of person he's supposed to be. Like Froggy's learning who he is, and then Matt is struggling to kind of reconcile who he's becoming. Hmm gonna be very very interesting well like i said next episode is called penny and dime so be watching that this week so you know what that means we can finally talk about moon night and can i just say that episode was so sad i didn't even i couldn't even go to bed right away I had to like kind of decompress. It was kind of it was very sad. And I, I tried to warn you because you know I didn't get the you warning. Did. I just went heavy. up in there and I was like, "Whoo, this this is a lot." <laughs> but I appreciate yeah. them going there because I was mm-hmm. reading something that said that there's that's what a lot of um, P 
people who have DID or been diagnosed with DID um, say it's like, like they, they had that moment where, you know, something really tragic, a lot of times it does come from abuse to kind of escape their current situation. And then another personality is developed. It was just, oh, it was sad. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and add um, Mark's mother to the sick and shut in list. Um, Let me tell you something. No. This bothered me so bad as a mama. Let me say this. Like, I understand the grief, right? Mm-hmm. Losing mm-hmm. a child, knock on wood, I hope I never had to experience that. Losing a child is, I'm sure it's tough. Tough. But to blame that on your other child who is still here, I thought was trash. Which mm-hmm. made me feel like she didn't really give a damn about Mark. Couldn't have. The way that she treated him like that. He was a kid. See, in my mind, I've told myself that in order for her to to feel like she was a better parent, she had to put the blame on somebody else. And it was easy for her to do that to somebody that young and impressionable that wasn't going to fight back than to own up that, that maybe she could have done something better as well. <laughs> I just, I was like, shame on you for doing that to that baby. Shame mm-hmm. on you. And I was just like, blaming him. Like, and honestly... Blaming him might have been like a part of like the grief. However, mm-hmm. you don't stay there because yes. as you, you never work your way out of it. You exactly. So as you kind of and what I and from what I understand with grief and the little bit that I you know I've experienced it like with my grandparents and stuff dying, like it's not really something that goes away. You just kind of deal with it. Like, I'll have a random moment where I'm, like, sitting at my desk and I might hear a song or hear something that remind me of one of them and I might get a little emotional. Like, and just knowing that they're not there for me to call and all that. I mean, you know, I, I kind of understand, but she just never moved past that. And Roro, Roland, whatever his name was, Roro was, was gone and you had another child and you just was like, fuck him. Basically, mm-hmm. because you blamed him for the death. Um... Of your son, which I thought was so trash, and also shame on Martin's daddy. <coughs> right. Shame on Martin's daddy because I had two things: like, did she only beat him when his daddy wasn't there, or did he know, know. about it? I think he knew about it because, well, one, you know, that scene when she was walking up to the table and she had alcohol in her hands. I yeah. think he knew that that the alcohol. She found another escape and. It has probably gotten bad. Because uh, EV, Eric Voss, for you people who aren't besties with him, EV and his breakdown was talking about how, you know, they kept showing him sitting at a kitchen table. Mm-hmm. And, like, how, basically, if you watch the background, you see, like, the difference in the liquor. Like, or you'll see that the liquor appears in the background, and the next thing, you know, she's talking with it in her hand. Just the progression of how things got. Because it probably started off where he didn't know that he was being abused, because she probably wasn't drinking as much yet. Mm-hmm. But now that she's drinking so much, like, I know he knows, but I I don't understand why. I couldn't, I don't know. I cannot sit there and watch someone abuse my kid like that and see that's the thing too i got irritated because i was just like so we're just gonna go with the thought that he knew about the abuse right Mm -hmm. and putting the responsibility on mark to make the situation better was so asinine to me he is the victim Mm -hmm. your wife is the perpetrator your wife should be making amends not mark 
And to put that on him, telling, and then that's another thing with parents, I feel like y'all do, and especially if you come from like a certain era, you want everything to kind of be pushed up under the rug and people are supposed to get past everything. And because that's his mama, he was supposed to have been at the Shiva. Mm-hmm. But my thing is that she abused him from the time he was, I don't know, how old was he when um, that little boy died? Do they say? Was he 12 or something? I, I don't know. Nine? I don't remember that. Me either. Anyways, from the time that his, his brother died until he left to go into the military, he was abused by this woman. And you want him to stay? You want him to stay to get abused instead of telling her ass that she need to go see a therapist or seek help because of how trash she is from the death of her son. Like, that was asinine to me. And also, you didn't even step in to protect your child. Well, what are we talking what I about, about here? Say, I, that makes me think he actually blamed him, too. Damn, so you're just nice he, about it. I, I think he blamed him, too. But his version of getting back was allowing all this shit to happen to him. It was like he probably resented him and just like the, uh, the mom resented him, but he went about his form of punishment in a different way than the mom did. Because I just that's, can't imagine that you would sit there and let that happen in your face. And, and what? It, yeah. I just think about as a mom, right? On top of taking care of them, feeding, clothing, whatever, number one responsibility is protecting that child because they cannot protect themselves. And and for one minute, I don't care how much I love my husband. If I felt like he was being excessively abusive to my son, I'm stepping in the gap and I'm protecting my son mm-hmm. and removing him from the situation, removing us from the situation. You're not gonna you're not gonna beat up on him. You're not gonna abuse him. You're not gonna make him feel any type of way. That's my job to protect him, mm-hmm. even if it's from his daddy. And like the fact that he didn't protect him, but still had the expectation that he was gonna still be there was crazy to me. Crazy. You said all of the things. You said all of the things because that's what I'm thinking. Like you, just there's nothing in me that will allow me to watch someone. Abuse my child in my face no. daily, especially mm-hmm. for something that they it wasn't. No, no, not at all. Uh, we're not doing that. That's why I was just like, this is not real. Or it could be, right. could be real. Could be, it could be real. There are probably parents all the time that sit back and let their child get abused. Um, yes. I'm not one of them. There is no they, way are, that I can have there. knowledge. Hmm. I said they're out there. It's no different. Like you remember recently, like not even just a fam, like. A married couple or something, but there was the the woman who, well, a kid died because the grandma made the girl drink a whole bottle of liquor because she believed that she took a sip, and her mama was right there the whole time it was happening. How crazy is that? I remember. I'm just like, yeah. So you essentially kill that child Mm -hmm. because you're trying to prove a fucking point. Yes. And you're an adult. People get drunk all the time. Why would you think a small child was a man? She was just evil from the beginning. In a way, Mm -hmm. four year olds are so little. Why would you give her all that? Man, let me stop. I'm getting angry. (laughs) (laughs) But okay, so what else happened? Okay, so how okay, so I did not hear very well how to pronounce this hippo's name. How did they pronounce her name? is in in Moon Knight period. I've heard it pronounced three different ways. Oh, great! 
Mark said it different. Steven said it different. The lady, um, everybody said it different. I don't know. Tawet? Tawet? Let me see. T-A-W-E-R-E-T. Pronunciation. Come on. Here we go. It is spelled. I mean, it actually is pronounced. I think one of the ones you did. Tawaret. 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 So that's it. But um, she was funny to me. She was very funny to me. The way she was like having to pull out the paper to read down the paper and everything. How she was so clumsy when she was doing it and things like that. I was just like, girl. And then how they were just still stunned staring at him. I mean, her. Mm -hmm. This is a whole hippo standing in my face talking, like reading off of a paper. I thought it was funny. Her fingernails were painted. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like even, um, what was it? EV. Noticed that too. (laughs) The fingernails were painted, but he notices everything. So I'm not shocked at all. But so, okay. There were a lot of interesting things in this episode, like this this whole concept of afterlife that they were talking about. Like, so I'm guessing, and that she kind of mentioned there's a different version of the afterlife for everybody or something. Yeah, that's what she said. Which I she guess, said, which I guess that explains the ancestral plane. It's really not an ancestral plane. It's really just what it looks like for, I guess, Wakandans or yeah. people who who assume the role of Black Panther. I thought that was um I thought it was interesting. She also said that it is not the afterlife, but in afterlife. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but what is that? I mean, but then I was like, but what does that mean for like for like Mark? Because she said she was like, even if I send you back, you still gonna be in your body with a bullet in you. Mm-hmm. I'm just confused. I don't know how where this is going. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff that they have to answer. In the 42 minute episode that has been reported to be for this last finale. 42 minutes. That's not a long time. The Hawkeye finale was an hour and one minute. I think they said that this is the, this show is going to have the record for the shortest finale of any Marvel TV show. Well, I hope they wrap it up in a nice little bow. And they got to do it fast. (laughs) They got to go through this stuff like, okay, let's start moving. We didn't get Jake. That I uh, a true like introduction to Jake. We didn't get uh-huh. that. We haven't seen some of the other guys. We're not really sure how he's gonna how we're gonna wrap it up when Kanshu is wrapped up in stone. Like, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that we won't have. Well, we don't know if we're gonna have. I'm sure they're gonna put it in there, but I'm like, I'm just concerned about. It feeling rushed, which goes along with the whole thing I was talking about. Was it last week or the week before last? Where pacing sometimes seems to be an issue when it comes to the Marvel TV shows. I mean, they like I said, they could easily make sense in this finale, but and we didn't get the werewolf like they thought everybody said we would. I just, it's so. just I don't understand. I guess we'll we'll find out next week. Oh, this week mm-hmm. well, next week because this is Saturday, but. I will say, though, we have said it from episode one. Oscar Isaac, chef's kiss. If he don't win an Emmy for this. He is doing amazing. I know something. Because that scene outside the Shiva in the street, I could have cried with him. Mm -hmm. 
if I would have thought a little bit harder about what the heck was going on, I could have cried with him. He is acting, okay? Mm-hmm. Acting. The little kid was cute too, like how he was oh talking and then suddenly he, he just so oh, like just started cleaning up and even while she was screaming at him, he was still doing regular things like this version of him completely tuned out his mom in that state and probably genuinely only remembers moments where things were going well. Oh, little Stacy. Who was he talking? Who was he calling? That's what I want to know. He's not. He's not calling anybody. So, like, you know, when he was in the street and he popped up at Steven again and he picked up the phone and started talking. If you zoom in, you can see he's just on like a regular page on the on his phone. He's not actually in the dollar or anything. So he's he's conjuring up conversations. But we also have to remember he's he's pretending he's making these calls and he never talks to her on the phone. So in his mind, he's just like, oh, it's just, she's going to call me back. And that's that. Later, Gators. great mother. Later, Gators. That was so, and I told you, when I heard him say that, I said, watch. Mm-hmm. It is going to be connected towards the end. I was like, what if that's from like his childhood? And when I heard it, I, I mean, was like, it's from his childhood. <laughs> But not, nah, but like, dang, I just felt so bad for Mark in this thing. Also, I'm, I, what I've noticed though is that I'm not really a fan. If I could critique Moon Knight a little bit, I'm not really a fan of how he looks when he's switching altars. Well, when he kind of looks like he's having a slight season. Hate it, hate it. Because there are some where he was just like, I'm Steven. Like it was regular, like you could see the change. But this whole I thing, like he's having a seizure, I hate it. <laughs> and I noticed it, I realized that I hate it when the little boy did it. I was like, oh, I hate it. But I wonder, do, is that like an accurate depiction of what happens to them? I've never mm-hmm. seen it, so I don't know. <sighs> Me either. This, this episode, oh, shout out to Steven fighting back. Oh, also. It, it took him five episodes, but he finally swung. He hadn't, but you, but you know what? I thinking about it, and after you just said that, it did take a while for him to fight back. But also, he was created in fear, mm-hmm. so it would make sense that he's scared. It, it makes a lot of sense that he would be scared because his whole his whole platform, everything about him, is that he was created out of fear, mm-hmm. and seeing how he was reacting and being scared and stuff. It makes so much sense. And I like that he had a little come to Jesus moment with Mark and was just like, this wasn't your fault. You know, he believed it. Oh, God, that was heartbreaking. But I honestly, you, I think, I think he had to go. I think he had to go so that to balance it out. Honestly, I really did. Because he was created. We text about it. I said, I think it was like, he's, he left, but he's not gone. Nah, mind, nah. It's like, in like my mind, is like this version of of Stephen is gone because there is an understanding that Mark and Stephen really are the same people. <laughs> yeah, and also I think with the the little come to Jesus talk, and you know, honestly, like I, I was, and I and I was kind of right when I said that I felt like Stephen was like his inner child, and he was, and I felt like them talking. 
Mark being able to talk to Stephen and Stephen like, you know what, it's okay. This wasn't your fault. You're not to blame for your, you know, you were a child. Da 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 da. I think just kind of made him feel better about mm-hmm. everything. And um, and no, I bet that was the first time he ever said it. Yeah, and it's not that Stephen wanted to die. You know what I'm saying? He got pulled off that thing. Um, but I think that he had to. I feel like that little part of him had to die to kind of overcome all that other crap that he was kind of going through and like overcoming that, realizing that he wasn't to blame, still being sad about how his mama treated him, still being sad about how um, his brother died, but being able to kind of reconcile in his mind that this wasn't my fault and allow Steven to kind of do his thing. Well, not allow because neither one of them wanted him to be in the, in the sands. But I felt like that's what kind of balanced them out. Mm-hmm. Stephen was the guilt, the fear, all of that stuff was kind of wrapped up into Stephen. And once Stephen was gone, it did kind of balance him out. Yeah, everything that he was running away from, he, that's who Stephen represented. Yep. <laughs> everything. Everything. Stopped, finally stopped running. Finally came to terms with everything. So. Mm-hmm. Oh man, but Oscar Isaac is amazing. Oh, it was good. It was so good. And it visually looked so nice, like how the boat was going through the sand, but it was actually like it was going through it like it was water. But then when he fell on it, he was he landed on sand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was just. uh, I thought it kind of looked, and this is just me. I don't know what it with the purple skies. I felt like it was like it felt like it was a part of the ancestral plane. It made me wonder if every version of this has that same color. It mm -hmm. just shows you something different. Like, I feel like what I was looking at when, like, when Steven opened the door and you saw the boat in the sand and the purple skies and stuff, to me, I was just like, do you remember when T'Challa first wakes up in the ancestral plane right after he's the Black Panther and you see Mm -hmm. the trees and stuff in the background? Like, I feel like that boat was further out behind the trees. (laughs) <laughs> if and, they would have came up some more, then you'd be like, hey, T. Yeah, like, we would have seen her. Like, that's what it felt like to me with all the blue skies. I'm crazy, and I'm just drawing the connection. But that's what it felt like to me when I saw the purple and the sand and the boat. I just really felt like, like, T'Challa would have been like, what up, T? What's been going on? What, <laughs> what you doing? Like, I felt like that, but I'm crazy. But yeah, I, I, I was, I was thinking the same thing when I saw the color scheme. I'm like, okay. It feels like it could have been like on the other side, like not mm-hmm. like that close, but like this side, the sun is setting, this side, the sun is uh, rising kind of feel. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you. But um, but yeah, I'm glad. But what happened to, where was Tiamat? I mean, not Tiamat. That is the, um, the thing in the um, Eternals. Um, the hippo, where was she at when all this was going on? I, would, I don't know. Is she, when I watched it again, they walked through like a door. So okay. they, and they went into this world where they, they were seeing everything re, uh, play and stuff like that. And I think she just stayed on the boat steering it or something or watching. Um, okay. She was like, Osiris is going to be so mad with me, but. Right. I got to do what I got to do. Um, but, okay, so what are your thoughts on the video that you sent where the person is saying that. Harrow is lying about actually being the avatar for Mitt. Oh, yeah. And oh, all, yeah. all that other stuff. Yeah. Like, what, what are you? Because I, I felt something was off to me. Like, that he was using powers, 
but like he was looking for a mint, so there's no way he could have been the avatar using her powers. That was the thing too, because I was just like, I didn't, and I didn't connect the dots until after I saw that video. And I'm, and I thought I was thinking about it hard. I probably would have connected it sooner. But when what you call it was locked up, when Kanshu got wrapped up in that stone, Mark lost all his powers. He was just a regular human again. No protection, no shield, no armor, no nothing. He wasn't mm-hmm. able to do anything. So you're right. If um, Ahmed is stone, her ass is in the stone too. Mm-hmm. Then how how does he have the powers? And it would make sense. And it makes sense, which is why two of those guys was just like they was re- they was too eager to be like, nah, Kanshu was wrong. He's this. He's that. They were so easy mm-hmm. to go with what he was saying. And how was he called there? That was the thing too. How is he called there if he don't have an avatar? Like he's not representing a god. That didn't make and I should have connected that either. I'm like, well, why how is he there? Right. If he's not connected to nobody. Yeah, every, every it just there's too many things about Harold that don't make sense right now. Like that and that theory that that guy had was that he was actually being was actually currently the avatar for Anubis or something like that. Yeah, but they don't ever say that. And he's not there. My question is, if Anubis is who he is the Avatar for, wh- where was he when all this was going down? I don't know. Why did he come to the meeting of the gods? It, maybe he was banished too. But then if they, he's in stone, They don't know that he's not there. Because I'm going oh. like, is the stone the god, or did they put the god in that stone? <laughs> they will, will they put the god... Well, actually, when you see it form, it's like... Like it's almost like the essence of the god is being mm-hmm. stoned up into this statue. To me, that's what it seems like to me. Because as it was slowly going up, Kanshu was slowly fading away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I honestly know. think it's the essence of the god, which is which is weird. So if that's the thing, if that's the case, if Anubis is the true, you know, he's the avatar for Anubis, then why wasn't Anubis there? And on top of that, why wasn't Anubis there? And why aren't the other guys questioning where he is? Yeah. Unless they're in cahoots. Well, then again, I mean, we didn't see, um, what's the name? Um, the Was the, the one from Black Panther there? Boss? No. That's what I'm like. So maybe that, that council only included certain gods. Maybe. Maybe only because that's the only thing that would make sense there. And then this particular god happens to be one that wants to overthrow the other ones. So he would then be helping Harrow, well, using Harrow to do that. Because mm-hmm. one of the theories that that guy in that video had was like, he, <clears throat> excuse me, he felt like that was one of the reasons why every time they summoned something, it was another jackal. Yep. Which looks like Anubis. Which was interesting so. to me. Because I was like, this is what I initially thought, right? I was like, if she is like got this crocodile head, how come her minions aren't crocodiles? Mm-hmm. And then that's what I thought. But I was like, I don't know. I don't like. I like Egyptian mythology, all that type of thing. But I'm not like by no means am I like an expert. I'm like, well, maybe they know something more than I do. I don't know. But with the jackal, I just thought it was just a jackal. I didn't even draw the connections until he drew the connections. I'm like, damn, that makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. Yeah, we'll see. Because they said that the Anubis is the god of. Um, they said he the one for real, for real though, of true judgment. 
Yeah, True Judgment. It was like, but one of them, okay, what? Uh, Amit judges souls. Uh, no, no, no. Anubis judges souls and Amit devours them. And we never saw the souls being devoured, but we did see him judging. So that power that he's using is probably, like we were saying, nothing related to Amit at all. All right. related to Anubis, but then Anubis might be needing, okay, for all the things, the, the people he's judging that desire to have them devoured immediately after is there. Like, so they wouldn't even go into this afterlife area, I'm guessing, if this other entity is taking them out, would I guess, devour uh, them and then that's the thing too, because remember you said that um that Amit is the one that devours them. Then why was when he some of those souls that the scale deemed to be bad were sucked up right away? They were devoured. Yeah, but, but I think they, they ended up in that afterlife area. Mm. Like all those uh, that's what I think that was what E V was talking about or somewhere else. Where all these people who have been judged are actually going into an afterlife rather than, and then they're just there, where I guess ultimately there's really no punishment there. Right. And I guess the mitt would actually be the one to punish them for being, or potentially being bad. Mm -hmm. I, don't know. I guess the hope is that we'll find out in this next episode. I mean, how else? I, I, they better tie these loose ends, all of them. Because I don't have time. <laughs> time is not what I have. Do you think that we're going to see Moon Knight again? Or do you think it's like a one and done type of situation? I, I can see a world where Moon Knight doesn't ever have another series, but he appears in other people's stuff. I would love to see him in appearances. I would love that. Yeah, Oscar I Isaac... That. I just don't know if he has the desire, Oscar Isaac, to do something incredibly long-term because because when you make that commitment with Marvel, that's a long term commitment. It is. He did say that um, that if the people, he's always when he talks about it, he always kind of talks about it in a way that like, well, if people want to see me, then I will consider coming back. Um, he's always said that like, if the people want to see me, then I will consider coming back. Um, I think, yeah, I can see him doing appearances. Contract him out for like different appearances, but not like his full, like a full movie. They, they might do him. Yeah. They did like Black a, Widow. Yeah, Black Widow or Hulk. How they do Hulk? Mm -hmm. I can see that. Um, but that would really depend on how the episode ends. Is it real or is it not? Because mm -hmm. if it's not real, then we won't see him no more. I'm just gonna be so mad if I'm up at two o'clock in the morning watching this and I have things that have not been tied up. I don't know if they can do that in 45 minutes. Honestly, I don't. I do not know. And then I'm thinking they said 42, but I'm like, does that include credits too? I mean, what post credit scene are we getting? Because we always get one. Do we? But did we get one for um? Did we get one for Loki? Thought we did. Let me see. I don't know. No, I don't think we did. It the did show's gonna give post credits. Well, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier did. Which one? What they do? That was the one. What was that? The end of that one. Hold on, cause I know we know for a fact one division did. One division, one division. Ooh, my hair is long. Jesus. 
Yeah, well, the post credit scene was with um, old girl from the Falcon and Winter Soldier when she went to go recruit that guy and all the other stuff at the end. What's her name? Oh, Valentina. Group? Valentina, yeah. So that was that one. And Loki. We also got to put on Sharon Carter. Yeah, there was no real uh, post credit scene for Loki because I, I just remember all they did was let us know that it was coming back. Mm hmm. Um. Damn. What was it? what was the one for Hawkeye? Hawkeye didn't give us one. Hawkeye didn't give us one. I'm just trying to see Elena yeah. again. I'm just trying to yeah, see Kate Bishop again. It did. It gave us one. What was it doing? <laughs> oh, that don't it's count. The damn song. <laughs> I could do this all yeah. Oh, so mm -hmm. glad they did that. We all sitting there waiting, mm -hmm. and it's like, well, maybe it's going to be interrupted by an explosion or something. No, it's the whole damn song. I honestly, I really thought that we were going to see Yelena in the audience, like, loving it. <laughs> like, love eating it up. Just eating it up. But nah. Nah, 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 nah. So, I don't know. We might not get one. Or we might get one. I don't know. I need one. I need one. I'm demanding a post credit scene. Please don't let me down. <laughs> well, you might be let down. Right. I could do this all day. Oh my god! If I never had to say it again, I won't be too sad. I won't. I was actually really bothered, and I'm going to probably block you for having me hear that song right then. So, this may be the last time you hear Dove Cat because she wanted to sing yeah, that song right. about that. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll be but, right here, okay, guys. So, so next week we will be talking about the finale of Moon Knight. Um, Penny and something from Daredevil and Bruce Wayne from Titans and the multiverse. Yo, Doctor Strange and the multiverse was madness. Oh, like, we I, just I, need a whole bit to the end. Okay, I'm, also, I'm, I'm, I'm almost like, do we not? Okay, since we both know we're watching in the movie, do we not do all of the homework and just make the episode us discussing the movie? Can we fill up two hours talking about a movie? I know we can probably do at least one. Yeah, we can do at least one. I think, I don't know. I'm like, well, I think we should close out with Multiverse of Madness. I just think that okay. should end it. Because then that way we can talk about our other things. And then people, if they haven't seen it, then they don't have to listen. Okay. So that's what's going to be. Because, like, my baby be like, y'all be spoiling movies. He said mm -hmm. that. He's not lying. Do. <laughs> but we do say I put it in the description about, mm -hmm. and we always go so we, we make an announcement whenever we move into the next segment so uh uh don't do me Ooh, I cannot wait oh my god uh, so I just know it's going to be so I good. hope it is I hope and it's then you know it's going to be visually stunning because when you think about what the, doc the first Doctor Strange looked like when they were doing the mirror oh my god it was everything so this going in and out of multiverses and the powers and I mean we even seen we already I'm not gonna do this I'm getting getting a little excited I'm just gonna say we're really excited about this movie we both have already purchased our tickets already purchasing tickets I'm and going I'm going my review for the film is gonna be shown based off of if I post a smiley <laughs> face or a person in the wheelchair. <laughs> He be sending that wheelchair, y'all, and I just be. And for people who don't do? know, that's my that's my really dramatic way of saying, 
I'm I'm leaving. I walked out because I used to send the person walking out. I said, like, you know what? I'm gonna take my time leaving now. So I put a wheelchair. Who was it that I got that from? I think it might have been you using the dude swimming. Oh no, I did the cartwheel. You did the cartwheel. <laughs> yeah, I think mm-hmm. I did. I do the guy swimming. I'm like, let me just swim on out of this bitch <laughs> because mine, mine is like. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous so yes that's that's what we'll be talking about next week mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited I'm so so excited me too me too Friday can't get here fast enough mm-hmm. I took the whole day to process what I watched I'm so excited I'm so excited. Well, I guess that's all. Uh, we'll talk to you later, Blurs. And I just want to quickly say that the judge tossed out Black China's claim against the Kardashians. But that's all. Um, I just think that whole case has been hilarious to me. I should not have been so. Well, it has been. But it has been absolutely hilarious. But uh, especially the jury selection where the people were like, look, I can't even pretend like I like these hoes. So my opinion is not going to be biased. I can't serve on this case. So but anyway, Blurs, we'll talk to you guys next week.